And we are live on another Tuesday night, all in on high school sports. Jennifer Valenti, Kurt Valenti, how are you tonight? I'm well, how are you? I'm good. Comments are coming in already. Coach <laughs> Breslin, good evening, Jenny and Kurt. Looking forward to another great show. And Mr. Kirkpatrick, live from Maryland. Evening all. Welcome to another episode of the greatest high school show on earth. Thank you, Mr. Kirkpatrick. What we got on the agenda tonight? Full agenda this evening. We have um, Ramapo softball coach, Coach Darren White, will be joining us to discuss uh, his season, of course, but also his Bergen County Championship. Um, we have sports reporter Mike Lamberti will be joining us as well to talk all things high school softball. And then we will finish out the evening with a return guest, the PCTI, Passaic County Technical Institute flag football team girls. Uh, Coach Fava, Coach Moyer will return, and they'll be joined by two of their senior players, um, Jade Ramos-Henkel and Pauline Kung. Not only PCTI flag football. The champion, yep, PCT. Yep, so yep. tonight's like a night of champions. We got the Bergen <laughs> County softball champs and the girls' flag football yeah. champs. I say we get going. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, we have Coach White in the waiting room, so I will let him in. Okay. And we'll... And, Co and Kenny's saying, and a rank five, I'm looking forward to of your course. answers on. And, of course, we'll review our picks from last week as well. All right, looks like Coach is coming in. Just good, mor uh, good morning. Good, good evening, Coach. How you doing? Good. How you doing? Good. Thanks so much for joining us. Can you hear us okay? Yep. Here you're fine. Awesome. Well, let me introduce you to our audience. We are delighted to have with us Coach Darren White of Ramapo Girls Softball. He's been coaching for 27 years. This is his second at the helm of Ramapo, uh, which won his first county title in Bergen County. It's the first championship for Ramapo since 2008 and the sixth in program history. Uh, they had quite a run defeating the defending champions, some other great competition along the way, which I'm sure we'll get into. And they finished the season 27-5 and five overall. Coach, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thanks. Great to be here. Again, Coach, congratulations on a great season and, of course, your Bergen County um, Tournament Championship. So, like Jen was saying, Emerson, Northern Valley, Oltapan, IHA, Mawa. You got sectional champs in there you got iha playing for a state champ and you got the defending yep. champ there so no one said that road was easy so <laughs> no um, that, absolutely not yeah that it. that's the redeem road and uh <laughs> uh real quick coach joey romeo saying coach congratulations legend in bergen county coaching wins everywhere he goes so coach romeo <laughs> giving you a shout out thanks Tom. so coach so again that road um a crazy tough road for you guys you got it done uh, if you want to just go over real quick, you know, real quick, your championship run in that tournament, if you want to just elaborate a little bit on it. I mean, we we, we opened up uh, with, with Woodridge in the opening round, and then, uh, you know, we got through there. The next day we came back and played Emerson. Uh, Coach Graft does a great job with them. Uh, they were playing Whippany today for the uh, North title. Uh, we, we were fortunate in that game. We jumped out real early on them you know i think with the uh, schedule we had played and the depth of our lineup uh uh we were pretty seasoned and ready to go and you know that propelled us into the quarterfinals where we played old Japan, defending champs coach landek outstanding job uh regan germano awesome pitcher one of the top pitchers in bergen county we had a very good battle with them earlier in the year which uh, at old Japan, which we uh, came out on top uh, and that game was that was a wild game. We, we had a lead. They 
uh, battled back in the last thing. They actually took their lead over us in the extra inning, and then we uh, scored two in the bottom of the eighth to pull that out. And then uh, I think the signature moment uh, in the tournament, and listen, I don't care what anyone's ranked or anything that, you want to win the county tournament at some point in time, you got to beat AJ or get through <laughs> that. And that's uh, Coach Fasano and her, her team there is always – uh, just a specter there that you have to get through them somewhere along the line, and they're going to be there. So it's going to be you know, a tough game. They had beaten us earlier in the year, uh, and it, that was probably one of our best games we played all year. Uh, knocked them off last Sunday, and you know, then going to Mawa on their field, neutral site, but predetermined, but a, you know, a home, ended up being a home game for them. They had won the uh, Group 2 sectional champion day before. They had beaten us earlier in the year, the day before we lost the uh, IHA. Uh, and to come back and have that kind of performance by the kids in a very uh, hostile environment, uh, to say the least, and facing a lot of adversity. Some things happened in that game early on. And the kind of weather all that and turn two double plays in the sixth and seventh inning uh, to, to win the championship uh, was outstanding. Uh, second year at Rampo, first that we're actually on the field with the COVID <laughs> craziness last year. So, uh, you know, we had, we had some growing pains in, in, the, in the beginning of the season. I don't, maybe not growing pains, but, you know, we were getting used to each other. Uh, we, we lost a week with a COVID shutdown at the school in the beginning of the year. Uh, so we kind of had five pro, you know, or six practices, had a scrimmage or two, and had our games right away. Uh, we were 10 and 4 early on, and we lost three games in Bergen County to Indian Hills, IHA, and Mawa in the first two and a half weeks of the season. And then we kind of, you know, we got the pieces in order and ran off 16 in a row and, uh, and avenged all three of those losses, uh, split the league, and won the, won the championship. Nice. Congratulations. Awesome. I remember, Coach, looking at uh, at your schedule or making our picks, and I was like, oh, whoever they see in the finals, it's going to be, you know, an event. They're going to want to see it. Exactly. Whoever oh, they yes. see, they're going to want to, you know. <laughs> uh, Coach, thanks for that recap. And would you mind highlighting some of your players that have played pivotal roles for you this season? Uh, I mean, I'll start, I'll start by grade, uh, you know. We have 12 kids on our team that would start in a lot of places, and Sometimes the, the hardest thing for me to do is put nine and you know nine ten with the DP flex into the, into the lineup, but uh, you know our we have five seniors, but uh, the three seniors have been four years in the program. That kind of under uh, the freshman sophomore year under Frank Baldino and kind of turned things around. Rampo has a very illustrious history, uh, you know, in the, through the two thousands and kind of you know some some of the things are cyclical. They uh, a couple drier years there and Frank did a great job turning things around but that's uh, Eva Pervin, Savannah Nowak and Macy Eglinton Manor uh, the three of them really have been the bricks the rocks of our, our foundation and you know Macy's a first baseman she, she has got I don't know what the record in New Jersey is she has been hit by pitch 20 times <laughs> <this> <laughs> I, it's, it's um, she got it twice on in the game on Sunday. Uh, and it's, you know, it's I, she's the nicest kid on the planet too. So I'd say, <laughs> uh, nicknamed her uh, Don Baylor. Uh, I'm old there enough to know who he was. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, uh, Savannah Nowak's 
an outstanding catcher. She's going to be continuing her education and softball career at the University of Rochester. Uh, and Macy's going to Notre Dame uh, be a great student. Uh, she was at first base. She actually had to play third base uh, the last four innings of the game on uh, Sunday because of a situation where we ended up down a player. Um, and then our two other seniors, uh, Lauren Actor, who's going to Washington and lead to be a basketball player. Um, and without a doubt, uh, Brennan Tosney, who's came in multiple times the last couple weeks, uh, kind of hopped in the spots with an injury and a substitution and made one of the biggest plays of the season uh, in the sixth inning of the Mawa game. Uh, those are our seniors. Uh, our junior class is extraordinarily talented. Uh, you know, in order, you know, Savannah Ring leads off for us, but she's, you know, has had a player of the year kind of season. Uh, 14 home runs, scored 61 runs. She gets on base, stole 30 bases. She's like the consummate table setter playing shortstop. Uh, her and Sydney uh, Samuels kind of been having a Maris Mantle season. Sydney finished with 12 home runs. The two of them, you know, are pretty imposing. One through, uh, you know, one four in lineup. Uh, and then <clears throat> McKenna Lant, who's placed third and pitched, finished 15 and two on us uh, for us, throwing a shutout in the county championship. And you know, she's a first team all county player as a freshman, which in Bergen County with 55 high schools is just speaks for herself to be at that level. And she hasn't missed a beat uh, following that up, uh, skipping her all losing their sophomore year, but coming back in their uh, uh, junior year. Uh, and then uh, Victoria Cunningham, who's had a bad ankle injury in our league championship rematch revenge game with Indian Hills, uh, came back uh, time uh, for the IHA game. All she did in the past 10 days is homer against IHA and homer against Mawa. <laughs> uh, so, you know, that, that's uh, really the big core of that. Uh, Jen Delush is our uh, other pitcher. She had a big double in the game on Sunday. And uh, her super sophomore, Amy Pizzotta, out in left field. And Michaela Shepard in center field uh, kind of round out our uh, round out our club. Very nice. Awesome. Coach, I want to get back. You mentioned Ramapo. I was lucky to be an assistant coach under uh, Coach Gibbs for a couple of years. Coach Breslin, obviously, is a coach there. So we all know the, the winning tradition and the attitudes to, you know, all the sports over there. Uh, and you come from a, a you know, you, you built Saddlebrook into a powerhouse program while you were there for all those years. So um, real quick, you know, a school with the championship aspirations, again, you, you're used to it with the Saddlebrook, but you go up to Ramapo. So how was the transition for you going from Saddlebrook I, to Ramapo? Awesome. I, I, it's just, just no other word for it. You, you walk into that building, it's just different. And there's a reason they're successful and you're sitting there and you feel part of the family in there uh i was very close with uh, coach stevens and coach wog who were the coaches uh you know through the 2000 and i was on the wrong end of the 2008 3p uh <laughs> we lost them two to one in a great county final you know they were going for the three p and we were trying to be the first group one team in the history of bergen county to, to win it and it was a two one game and uh, that, but there's such a tradition, not just softball there. You walk into that building and, yeah. you know, uh, between uh, Mr. Anello, uh, who's a tremendous athletic there, and at the time, Ben McKay, who's, you know, you, that school is about winning 
and doing it the right way with class, but winning championships. And I felt right at home as soon as I walked in there because I have the same vision. Uh, you know, there was never anything, everything I wanted to do and I bring over from Saturday, I want to bring my staff over. Yes. Can we go to Florida for spring training? Yes. Can we run a fundraiser for St. Barnabas breast cancer uh, research? Yes. Uh, you know, it's been, what do you need? It gets done. Uh, the, the ground crew, Coach Hogg, former Coach Hogg, does an outstanding job. And our game, all the other coaches are at, 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 at each other's games. The, the sport in that building is unreal. And it's a great school district, both sides. And my daughter plays for Indian Hills, so it's been a little, <laughs> little crazy oh, at that time. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> she, she, She's, uh, she's a special child. Uh, I'm very proud of her, how she's handling. She was the first person I asked when I took the job, and they weren't in the same division, but now we are. But she uh, encouraged me to take it. Aww. She's in the U she's in the UP Med Bio that's at Hills, and uh, she, she's got very high academic aspirations. She's a three-sport athlete herself. So uh, it's been very healthy. It was a, you know, a little different, the two games with Hills. But uh, to totally answer your question about Rampo, it's just a phenomenal place to be part of that uh, coaching fraternity, sorority in that building. Awesome. Nice. Very nice. Coach, looking ahead to next year, where are you hoping to continue to go with the program? Uh, uh, just to take it one step at a time. You know, our motto this year was be 1-0 on game day. And that's really take care of the game on the schedule that day. And then, you know, get a little better each day. We get a percent better each day. And exponentially, you don't have to be a mathlete to start uh, extrapolating that out and to get to where you want to want to be we do graduate tremendous leadership there's going to be some leadership void that needs to be uh filled i totally have confidence in people in our program that they're going to step up to that uh, our jv team was 16 and 2 uh and you know i think those kids are used to winning and winning breeds winning and i think they're going to come in and uh, some of them are real hungry and paid their dues and saw what it was like, though, to be, and what it takes to be successful at a very high level. Uh, their first summer league game starting next week already, so it's, uh, uh, it's right back into the fire. I just came from the 14U game at uh, in Whitecloft to looking at some of the future Raiders and to get over Frank Lakes to look at those future Raiders. And uh, so the future very bright and we're, we're excited. Uh, can't wait to get back out there. April 1st, they'll be here uh, soon enough for sure. Awesome. Great. Coach, uh, Coach Bear, head coach at Ramsey Football, saying congratulations. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> coach, thank you so much for joining us today. I know you and I spoke a little bit earlier and we said we'd love to get you back on with some of your players if the timing works out. So um, we got one yeah. thing. We got one thing for coach, because what yeah. we always do is we do a rapid fire. But we're going to we're only going to give you a preview of rapid fire because we're going <laughs> to okay. wait until you come back with the girls. But I'm just going to ask you one. OK, so sure. you get the double play. You win the county championship. What are the first words? If you were mic'd up, okay, if you were mic'd up, what would we have heard when you saw that ball go back to first base? You get the double play, you're county champs. I just, yeah, I just kept was yelling, yes, yes, yes. I saw you run. I saw your sprint on the field. I mean, it was like the staff was there. It was like, I mean, that staff looked phenomenal sprinting on that field. I got to tell you that, coach. You were right on it. But, um, 
No, it's just it's awesome. And again, like Jen said, we'd love to get the girls on again. Like the Absolutely. Ramapo tradition. Uh, and congratulations. I mean, you know, like you said, you, you know, group you guys were, you know, group one saddlebook and you're in that final. And for you to finally get it for, you know, obviously for the program, but for yourself too. Congratulations. 100%. And uh, another one for Ramapo and hopefully you guys get another one next year. Uh, that's the goal. Now we have the bullseye. Everyone's coming that's out. right. Everyone's that's coming out. Right. Repeat. No more poor Ramapo, coach. No more. No, no. no more poor Ramapo. No one's ever going to feel sorry for us. That's it. <laughs> Thanks again, coach. Thank you so much. And uh, looking forward to uh, in the future coming back. And I know some of my kids would love to be on the program. Awesome. Awesome. We'd love awesome. to have, love so to we'll, have we'll them. We'll be in touch for sure. Okay. Awesome. Well, my best. Thank, Thank you, you, coach. You too, coach. Good night. Have a great evening. You too. Okay, Coach White, head coach. Again, congratulations on... Uh, Another uh, county title for Ramapo, his first one. And uh, again, we're looking definitely forward, looking to doing yeah, something with the girls. 100%. It would be nice to have. We love Nice little revenge on. tour, too, you know? Yeah. Like, that's the nice part. I, I remember you and I, when, when in doing our research and looking at the bracket and how everything kind of played out and uh, saying that, oh, wow, they get to, like, avenge. Absolutely. You know? Real yeah, quick, before awesome. we bring our next guest, uh, Matt Staffiero, our good friend from the Rocky Mountain Sports Report in Colorado, um, saying... How's it going, K and K family? Love all the shows. Yes, and he wants to get some K and K merchandise. Oh, so, nice. Very um, nice. Kenny's talking to him about that. There we go. Coach Siciliano, Ramapo, great teams traditions. Coach Breslin, uh, awesome job. Kenny's saying we should have a charity softball game in the future with coaches and players in the future. <laughs> there you go, Kenny. All right, I'm going to bring in our next guest here for us. We are going to be joined by. Sports reporter Mike Lamberti. So we'll give him a second to come on in as he's getting connected here. Okay. I feel like I hear him at. Mike, I think your camera might be off. I, can, I don't know if you can hear us. Not sure. Again, I see. All right. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes. I didn't know if uh, can is your is your camera on? I oh, can hear there you. There we go. Awesome. I see you coming. Hey, there, there he is. There How he is. You? Can you hear us? Okay. Can you hear us? Okay. I think so. Okay. Okay. Good. I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you for joining us tonight. Let me introduce you to the audience. We have Mike Lombardi joining us. I with... think, yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Yep. Are you sure you can hear me okay? I can hear you fine. Okay. Yeah. okay All right. Awesome. All right. Mike Lombardi joins us with over 40 years of sports writing experience. He's covered multiple high school sports and teams, but tonight he joins us as the high school softball connoisseur. So welcome, Mike. Hey, hang on one second. Sure. So real quick while we're waiting on Mike, uh, Kenny is talking about, uh, Kenny's right. saying I'm current sorry. command is one team. Can you hear me? Are we good? Yes. yes. Good. Can you, you, you sure you can hear us? We're good? I feel like there's a little delay. I can't seem to hear you very well. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what the, uh, are you, can you hear me now? Any better? Any better now? 
Yeah, how about, yeah, now it's good. Okay, okay. Good, good, good. Awesome, yeah, awesome. Yeah, well, welcome, welcome. No, no worries, no worries. I'm gotta sorry, love, sorry. gotta love technology, no That's problem. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I apologize. No, my, no my problem. Let, allow me to officially introduce you now that we're all good to go. So Mike Lombardi joins us with uh, over 40 years of sports writing experience. He's covered multiple high school sports and teams, and tonight he's joining us as a high school softball connoisseur. So welcome, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you, Mike. Um, again, uh, con and congratulations on an awesome, uh, having been an awesome career. Uh, your great follow on Twitter with all the information. <laughs> so if we could just start. We actually just had Coach White uh, from Ramapo, Bergen County champs. They defeated Mawa. Um, so if, if you covered a little bit of these games, we were just, you know, in our area, we're looking Essex County, Bergen County, Passaic County, any of those championship games, if you want to go over them a little bit. Um, you know, the floor is yours. Well, the timing was very good doing this today because today was the uh, group, the group semis. And Essex County had two teams advanced to the group championships, Verona and Livingston. And it's Livingston's first ever appearance there, which is pretty cool. And Verona has only been in one group final. That was back in 2005. So it's been a while for both. And as you probably know, I cover a little bit of Immaculate Heart Academy softball as well. And they're um, having a you know, really good run. I just had Coach White a few minutes ago. And they actually, you know, Ramapo actually beat IHA in the county tournament. Yep. And then IHA now is moving on, and they're going to play Donovan Catholic again on Friday in what should be a phenomenal game for the non-public game title. If there's some, can you, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. What? I was gonna say, I, I wasn't sure if there was something in the background that you can you. Is there music coming? Okay. Yeah, yeah. We do, yeah. We had it for a second. Uh, our guys, ticket time. Carson's okay. checking in with us. Nice. Thank you, Carson, for checking okay. in. Okay, I think we're good now. Okay, great. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that was a, yeah. Okay, no, go ahead. I was going to say, kind of delving, I'm following you on Facebook and on all different social media platforms. I know you covered a lot um, about Nutley. You know, I'm in Essex County. Yes. Grew up in Essex County. Yes. Uh, and PV. Yeah, you're West, West Essex girl. Yep, right? yep, yep. And uh, Caldwell. I know you did a lot with Caldwell. And we had uh, yeah, Coach, Coach Tishoykin on um, last week as well. And even PV. But yeah. there seemed to be like so many, I'm going to say like special stories, especially with those teams. I didn't know if you wanted to talk a little bit more in depth maybe about Nutley. I know you, you donned them, the Cardiac Kids, right? And the PV yeah, team, yeah. the PV so team. They, they, they won some crazy games. And I know that both of them have done a lot of work with the Sag Valley over the years. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know you over the, you know, I've sold the football kids on with you. And mm -hmm. they, they really seem to enjoy, you know, the, the banter and stuff. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, their softball team had a heck of a season this year. They won the county, won the conference, got to the sectional final, lost to a very good Roxbury team. And then Roxbury lost today to Cranford. So it, it's so hard to pick these games. Um, but yeah, the State Valley's been a really, I, I've always enjoyed covering them. They've been a lot of fun. Uh, this is your school. I've really enjoyed, especially with Coach Mondadori and softball over the years. And uh, a lot of good times. It, it, what you really got to love about it is the competition. The kids just love to compete. And I think this year is even more special mainly because of what happened with, um, you know, missing all of last season. So I mean, these kids want to play in the worst way. 
You know, it's it's funny, like um, you know, we we sense that as well from uh, you know, just the sheer joy of being back on the field for these kids, you know, win oh, or lose. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh but the um it see I don't know, and maybe it was just the absence of sports last spring, but I feel like and, and particularly in softball, like there's just been so many teams in our area that have like excelled this year. You know, do you kind really of really have yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean you have the well, mount as like, well. Well you go back, you mentioned Melly again who who um, you know had a very good season. Uh, they got to the county finals, lost their great game to Mount St. Dominic, mm-hmm. who, of course, has a phenomenal program. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they got to the sectional final, lost to Cranford, who's got a red-hot pitcher right now. And like I said, the kids pitched three shutouts in a row in a state tournament, which is phenomenal for, for Cranford. So I think the good thing, I would never pick Verona this year. And they came, you know, they just played great all year. I mean, what a great season for them. And now they're going to play Robbinsville in the uh, Group 2 final. That's going to be a tough game, but I, I wouldn't count them out at all. They beat Mawa today, uh, Verona, which we, we uh, you know, Mawa. Yeah, yeah, 12 innings. Right before yeah. game, right before yeah, the 12 innings, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess my next question, talking about the state tournament, is who would you mm-hmm. say, um, I mean, I, I guess Verona is going to be one of them. Who would you say is like one or two surprises uh, that you covered and you're oh. like, wow, they made, like, they, they made a nice little run, you know? Well, Verona for sure is definitely one of them. Uh, Livingston, I think a lot of people expected were going to be good this year. They have a freshman pitcher there named Sophia Mount, but 15 strikeouts today against Westfield was wow. a pretty good team. Wow! Uh, and it's it was a two-one game. Uh, typical typical Livingston score. You know they just they they bunt, they do the little things. Jason Daly's their head coach, and probably one of the best coaches I've been around in a long time. He really knows this stuff. And if you ever talk to Andrea Montadori, the two of them have really been good friends and love competing against each other. So, you know, that's always been a good rivalry. But I, I would say for sure, um, Verona, Morris Catholic in non-public bait has really been dominant. And I think at the beginning of the season, everyone thought Lodi Immaculate for sure because yeah. they've been so good for so long and been in the Tournament of Champions so many times. Uh, but Morris Catholic's had a great run. They've, they've done very, very well. And Cranford. And Cranford was not a very high seed in its own section. They had to play at Nutley. Nutley was the top seed for the sectional championship and Cranford shut them out for nothing, which is not, a, that's not an easy place to play is Nutley. They're, they, they, their fans are lunatics and that's meant <laughs> in a very good way. No, they are. They're great. They're, the place was packed, you know, packed the park and they went in there and did a nice job against Nutley and then beat a Roxbury team who I thought was, you know, phenomenal. And, and they were, I mean, they had a great season, but they beat them one nothing today. So some great teams right now. It's yeah. just awesome. Did you, did you guys watch the College World Series at all? The uh, the NCAA. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that. I mean, I was glued. I mean, it's just to see these all these kids compete at whatever level. It's just so much fun. You know, yeah. we were. Really- I, we, I'm trying to think if we talked to Coach Tishkoyan about that a little bit. I was talking to mm-hmm. one of my, you know, another person at work who's a coach, and just that girls today have like they can watch on TV that high level play, and even how the game like Absolutely. has come so mm-hmm. far. And you know, it was about that College World Series was it wasn't just there were I mean there were home run hitters. I mean you oh. know it was great, but there was also amazing defensive plays. You know, it was just like an all I mean, around kids. yeah. Kids catching balls over the fence a few times. It yeah. was some. It was just so much fun to watch. It really you, was. You weren't. You weren't rooting for one team. You're just rooting for good games. Yeah. There, there were tons of them. Yeah. Mike, I got one more work. question on the state tournament. And again, not you know, yes, not sir. not a lot of times you hear IHA is an underdog, but I mean they kind of <laughs> were an underdog, right? Beating Mount St. Dom's. I mean, they so were. that game and then going forward. Now, like you said, they got Donovan Catholic. Would you say that's the? Um, the, I don't know, I mean, they're all great games. Would you say that's the biggest game, best game uh, left in the for the I, state ship finals? I, 
Well, I, I love all the sectional. To be honest with you, I'm really excited about some of these sectional finals. And uh, Livingston's going to play Hillsborough in Group 4. That's going to be a fun game. Um, but IHA and Donovan Catholic, you're probably looking at the winner of that game will probably be the top seed in the Tournament of Champions. And you've got uh, Donovan Catholic's the defending Tournament of Champions. Uh, they're defending champions. And there's 26-1 this year. And their only loss was to IHA. IHA, IHA beat them. So... It's going to be interesting to see how they meet up again at Ivy Hill Park when, when they play on Friday. Like, I think it's a five o'clock game. Um, but you're right. I think, yeah, I mean, Mount St. Dominic had beaten IHA three times in a row, dating back mm-hmm. three years for three years. And they were losing, you know, the Mount jumped on them earlier, up 2 nothing in this game. And then, you know, IHA battled back. So yeah, you're right. It seems to just call IHA an underdog. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Donovan is, I mean, they're so good. And they're, they're a phenomenal team. So I just can't wait to see these games. Mike, do you have like a uh, standout player or performance from this season? I know you mentioned a lot of different teams and stuff, but it could be regular season. I mean, oh, we're getting into the, you know, the state tournament, you know, honing in on mm-hmm. the, the finals here. But if you think of, you know, a couple of different either games or players, do you have anybody that kind of stands out? Well, I, I and I wrote. I just wrote about her the other day again, and I've written about her a few times. Taylor Hill from Passaic Valley, um, shortstop, four-year player. She's she's going to go to the University of Hartford uh, starting this fall. She, I think, she hit close to six hundred. She, you know, home runs. I mean, she. I mean, for her career numbers, she drove in over a hundred runs for her career. Wow. Had uh, over a hundred hits. And bear in mind that. Over three years, yeah. Right, the season, yeah, yeah. Yeah, think yeah. about this. She had a, I think she had a 583 career batting average at Passaic Valley. Wow. Played for her mom, Kathy Hill, who was also a standout player at Passaic Valley when she went there in the ladies. So it's, um, it's nice to see that kind of tradition. Taylor was an incredible player. Um, Mike Teshcoin, who you spoke to the other day or last week at Caldwell, has a has a really talented second baseman there. Um, Caitlin was a really good player. Um, I mean, Mount St. Dominic's got a bunch of studs. I mean, Livingston's pitcher, she's a freshman, Sophia Mount, who I might have mentioned earlier, um, 15 strikeouts in the game. You know, I mean, good pitching is going to do it for you. You know that. You've been around around the game long enough. It still comes down to pitching. Um, But there's been some good offensive performance this year. But the kid kid from PB was really special. Was she a thousand point scorer in basketball too? Was that? Yeah, her? she was. was yeah, she okay. Was like, yeah, okay. I wrote an article, uh, 1,100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was her. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, in school history to have a thousand points in basketball and over 100 hits. And That's again, phenomenal. that was, yeah, you I mean, hearing, the 100 hits. Yeah, you just love hearing about, of course, them excelling in their sport, but when there are multiple sport athletes as well, right. it's fantastic. And like yeah. like a straight A student in the classroom, oh, which is the it. best part of the whole yeah. thing, which is the best part of the whole thing. When you hear that these kids excel in the classroom, that's uh, fun to see. And it's nice as the parents, you know, when you see parental support in these communities, that's that's important. And the kids really appreciate when they're like, I wrote an article the other day on Devin D. Pascal, another St. Valley kid, really good athlete. She's going to play at Rowan. Uh, yeah, Rowan next year. Um, and the first thing she wanted to say was how much she wanted. She loved her parents and what they did, uh, you know, the support they gave. So, nice. you know, it's, it's nice to see it, it, it's some great kids out there, first off the field and on the field. Nice. Mike, I got another question. I'm going to go off script because, again, we always do. But uh, since yeah, we're talking, we're, since Absolutely. we're talking about, you know, you mentioned the TOC, and this is a question Jen and I always uh, have just talked mm-hmm. about, like off air and stuff like that. You know, you're going to see whatever games you go to this week, you're going to see obviously teams win a state championship. So right. now they go in, now they're going to go tournament champions. Because I actually saw <laughs> my sister was a an assistant at IC. 
And mm-hmm. it's the same thing. You have a great run. They win a state championship. They go to TLC. They lose a heartbreaker to IHA, where probably should have won the game, well, but they lose. That game was phenomenal. Yeah, in 2017, that was ago. phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, my God. So that the game, first one. Yeah, it was the first one. Exactly. It was the right. first one, the championship game. So great game. you get that feeling. What's your thoughts on do you like – and again, for competition, it is the best. It, it, it's the best, but it it's hard. Like it when is. you see like a team, you know, they're celebrating this weekend, they're state champs. Now they lose a heartbreaker in that t- TOC. What's your thoughts on that? Like, would you like to see it? Like your state champs, you oh. win it, or do you want that TOC and play and see? Oh, I love the, the team. I, I think to me, the TO like I, one of the teams I, I covered a lot when they were when they made it twice to the TOC was Cedar Grove, which is a Group One school. Very small, they, they had, had that phenomenal pitcher, pitcher, right? The pitcher. Mia, Mia Fayetta, yeah. who who struck out all 21 in one state game, and she threw out the first pitch at Yankee Stadium. And that year, you mentioned 2017, that first year when IHC played IHA in the final. IHA beat Cedar Grove in the semis. It was a great game, 3 nothing, And it was Riley White pitching for um, – mm-hmm. well, Riley White playing, and she's now at the University of Texas, for um, IHA, and Mia was pitching – even though Peter Grove lost, I don't. I don't think it took anything away from the fact right. that they were they got there. Mm-hmm. I think right. getting to the tournament of champions is you know phenomenal. I, I don't. I'm not saying kids don't care. They do. Right, they right. want to win. But I I think when they look back on their season, they take a lot of pride in what they did just to get there. Yeah. So I, I'm. I think the TOC is a lot of fun. I hope they do it for baseball one day. You think they will? You think they? Will? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I would say I love wrestling. It's one of the sports I cover a lot too. And you know, one day they talked about having it for wrestling too, but that season's so long as it is, it's hard. Yeah. So I'm not sure they'll do it for, especially with baseball and there's pitch counts, mm-hmm. and you got to try to play that tournament pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. See, it's all you can throw 300 pitches, and the kids exactly. are back out. There. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a little different. All right, Mike. Our next little segment you've probably seen is called Rapid Fire. So we're going to give you oh, some, yeah. uh, some of the quick, some of the quick questions here. <laughs> okay. Best softball field or complex, in your opinion? Well, Essex County's got some good ones now. Um, I always love going to Livingston because they don't have a fence out there, and it, I always call it Shank Block. It's just, it's just, it's just full of woods and trees, but it's really nice. North Academy's got a gorgeous field. I don't know if you saw Belleville just redid its entire complex. It's all turf now. Oh, no. And it's called Clearman Field, which is named after and named for Carl Carino, that, the former head coach there. Um, and they just did a gorgeous job to re, to replace that. But I'd say, you know, Livingston's always been one of my favorites, to be honest with you. Okay. But a lot of those parks all have a certain charm to them now. They really become home field advantages for these kids. Oh, nice. Um, oh, no- one more I'll throw in there. Pan- Panther Park in Cedar Grove is pretty cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a pretty cool place. You know, we uh, we kind of took on this endeavor. We have former coaches and players in high school and sports coverage, you know, and so you've been covering sports, you know, spanning different decades, and you've seen some changes. So mm-hmm. what would you say is, like, mm-hmm. the biggest change you've seen since you started writing? Um, I think you don't see as many multi-athletic kids anymore. You see a lot of kids that focus more on one sport, maybe two. Where you know I started covering sports in 1975. I mean, I'm not a problem. I was in high school, but I started covering then. And a lot of guys played, you know, guys, you know, guys played free sports and female sports was just starting to kick off. Um, I think you see, you know, the evolution of women's sports or when you know female sports in high school has really been phenomenal. I mean, I love these games. I mean, I don't care if guy or girl. It's just fun to watch them play. To me, they're just they're they're, they're great on both sides. Um, 
But I think it's uh, the, the focus on one sport a lot more. I think kids want to try to see if they can get a scholarship and we'll focus more on one sport year. And it's year round now. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, you know, yep. I, I know you said you coached, you coached Ramapo football over the years, right? Oh, yeah, yep. Yeah, and I do a lot of coverage. I, I cover Wayne Hills football a lot. It's 12 months a year. You know, it is. Yep. You know what it's like. It starts yep. in June, it ends in January, and then you start Right to the wait. Yeah, true. Right, and it's, it wasn't always like that. It was basically in the summer you had the summers for free. Now you're practicing football and playing seven on sevens. It never ends. Right. And then you, you want these kids, if they do play multiple sports, to jump from one to another. And that's not easy either. Yep. You know, so it's, there's not a lot of downtime anymore. There used to be. Yep, yep. My next one. My next one for you, Mike, is who's a player and or a program uh, name to be familiar with that the next two years you're going to be like get used to this player or program because they're going to be coming. You know, they're going to be they're going to be coming. We're talking softball, right? Yeah. Okay, we're, yeah, we're not talking. I didn't know you were talking about a different sport. Uh, well, I think Livingston, you know, they're good this year, but they got a lot of young kids. Uh, again, I, I go back to the freshman pitcher they have. You have a freshman who strikes out 15 in the state semi against her. You, you, know, you got a lot to semi. look forward to. I was gonna say, when, when, yeah. you, when you said she was yeah. a freshman, I was like, ooh, they are yeah. feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he's got two, and he's got a pitcher who's a sophomore or junior. So they're going to they're gonna be really, really good. Now, they've lost kids to graduation, too. Um, and IJ is going to be incredible. If you got to, they barely have any seniors in that team this year. Wow. And Diana Fasano, who's their head coach, and she replaced, you know, the great Anthony Lorenzo, as, as you probably know, mm-hmm. when we lost Anthony a couple of years ago. Uh, she's really put together a nice program, and I, they're they're going to be very good. Mount St. Dominic, again, they they do a wonderful job with that program there. And um, they just, you know, they, they don't, you know, they, they reload. They don't rebuild. <laughs> Uh, Mike, what about in your spanning the time you've covered high school softball? What would you say is the most exciting game that you've covered? Oh, boy, it's a bunch of them. <laughs> 2011, Nutley played Livingston in the Essex County Tournament semifinal at Ivy Hill Park. And Livingston had a pitcher at the time. Her name was Jess Pezlek. You might have heard her. She, she had a great career at Livingston. And she struck out 14 and it just – I mean, through gas the whole game, and Nutley came back and beat her in the last inning. It was a phenomenal game. Um, some of the county finals in Essex County have been a lot of fun. Caldwell won a won a championship in 05 at Ivy Hill Park on a solo homer that broke a nothing nothing game in extra innings. Wow. That was, I mean, the yeah. reaction of the fans was, was incredible. Um, the IHA Mount St. Dominic games in general are a lot of fun. The one yesterday was tremendous, uh, four to three. You know, the IHA scores two in the seventh inning to win it. And I interviewed a couple of the IHA kids today, and they're so well spoken. And it's 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 funny you, you listen to them talk, you know, about a key hit with two outs. And, you know, yes, you know, you had a senior lead off with a big single, and then you had a, a junior hit a triple to tie it. A sophomore hit a single to win it, and uh, it's just fun watching listening to these kids. They have because as much as they want to win, they have a lot of respect for their opponent. And I thought that was nice to hear that the way after the game they were real really praising the Mount Saint Dominic pitcher and you know how much they enjoy competing against them so that is nice those are some pretty good games yeah awesome my next one for you is what's your preference i mean obviously these are going to be both great games but would you rather watch a one nothing pitching performance or would you like to see like a seven six game <laughs> i think I, well i kind of i appreciate the one nothing game because you know the pitching's phenomenal but you know like today barona beat um mawa nine to eight in 12 innings 
and it was back and forth. Verona trailed four different times, and it won. And I didn't think any any team would score combined seventeen runs in one game in the state <laughs> tournament, but they did. You know, nine eight. That's unheard of in the state tournament, basically mm-hmm. at that level. You know, in a, in a, in a semifinal. I kind of like the seven, six game. They're a lot of fun because you know, it's back and forth, but you know, but yet you, you got You got to respect good pitching too. And yep. then you said you get that one, nothing or two, one game when, you know, you can fall, the outfielders can fall asleep a little bit because not everybody's striking <laughs> <know. right> out. <laughs> but um, I, I, I don't know. They're, they're all, they're all a lot of fun, but the seven, six game is kind of cool. All right, we always got to take a turn to food on this show. So you, oh, yeah. you grew up okay. in Belleville. I think you said mm-hmm. you live in Nutley now. Uh, we I were... live in Belleville. Okay, okay. So we were in the uh, yeah. we're in Clifton, so we're in the area. So yeah. oh, what, yes. what would be an Italian restaurant you would recommend to us? In Belleville, La Cecilia on Washington. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am a huge, <laughs> huge fan. Check that Love out. Love it. Yeah, right Right across from the police station, it's probably the safest place in town. Um, but no, it's a, the food is ridiculous. The Palermo it's, pie, uh, I love the Palermo yes. pie. The Palermo pie, yeah. The beer. If you ever watch the Godfather, try the beer. It's the best in the city. It's pretty good over there. Um, but I, I enjoy. I, I have a real, real favorite restaurant in New York City, but that's not part of what you're looking for. But um, go ahead, throw it out. Throw it out. Well, it's called Patsy's Restaurant. It's on West 57th Street oh. in New York City. It's Frank Sinatra's old hangout. It's okay. one of my favorite places ever. And in fact, they even put my name on the menu at one time. Oh, so it was nice, pretty cool. Nice. There you for, go. For, for a special dish. So anyway, but La Cecilia, La Cecilia in Belleville, you can't beat it. And it you, is. You, sounds, like you've already, sounds like you've already been there. Oh, yeah. I love and, it. And concur. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, and my last one for you, um, who's, who's your favorite baseball team? St. Louis Cardinals. Wow. Okay. Since, since I was a little, since I was a little kid, St. Louis Cardinals. And you know what? I one, saw the bird. I, go ahead. I'm sorry. Although I'm saying one of the best organizations. You know, like every year they're there. You know, every yeah, they, year they're they little little Arenado this year. Little, you know, they, yeah, they'll, little, they'll get hot. shaky right now. They'll get. They'll hot. be all right. I'm a, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I've uh, since I was a kid, I saw the birds on their shirt when I was a little kid, and that was it. I, I fell in love with them. You were hooked. And I've. And I've, and I've been rooting for him ever since. And uh, yeah, I've, been, I've had a lot of time. I've used to travel, go out on vacation to California and follow him on the California trip. I love doing stuff like that. I'm a Cleveland Browns fan, too, in football, but that's a whole other story. Okay. <laughs> hey, you know what? You were on top of the world last year because – and you know and, – and, and Cleveland looks good. Baker they do. Field, I mean, Baker, you know, I was a big Baker. I, I'm a diehard Bronco fan, and I wanted Denver to oh. draft Baker out of the draft, and then he goes number one, but I'm a big Baker fan. Well, if you're a Bronco fan, you broke in my heart many times in the 80s and 90s with some of those AFC yeah. championship yeah, games. the drive, yeah. the fumble, yeah, the, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's all it's all fun. If you don't Absolutely. take it too seriously, you just enjoy it as a fan, you, you know, what are you going to do? You just have fun with it. That's it. All right, my last rapid fire, Mike, is fill in the blank. When I am not writing, I prefer to be blank. Well, if it's summertime on the beach. Nice. You know, you know I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Margate, New Jersey. I grew up there as a kid down on down exit 36, a little further down on the parkway. Um, but, yeah, I guess I, I probably, you know, if I'm not writing, I enjoy, you know, being on the beach. Um I don't know. I think it's probably, you know, I love restaurants. I don't know what you're looking for, but I mean, yeah, definitely. 
definitely it's the, wide the, open, the beach, wide open. The beach in the Jersey Shore when I can get there, it's a lot of fun. Very there you nice, go. awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, tonight. thank you. You brought us a wealth of knowledge. We love just talking sports, and uh, you know, it was great to get the the lowdown on all things in this area for high school softball. So and we'll be you following so you this weekend with the games, yeah, and uh, get you back. <laughs> Please come back and talk about them. Yeah, definitely. If you ever have the ch- thing about getting Livingston on, if they, if they win it, because uh, Jason Daly's got some nice kids, and maybe they, I'm sure they would love to talk to you. So awesome. you think All about right. it. Great. Awesome. Thank you, thank you Mike. Listen, thank, thank you for the time. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. Take care. Good night. Good night. Oh, did we get to put up his? Uh, I forgot to mention while he was on our. Uh... We'll get that up on. Okay. The, I'll get that up for him okay. on the site. The uh, our. Uh... We wanted to make sure that we get But great this, uh, insight from Mike. Word, uh, MikeLomberti.wordpress.com. I wanted to make sure we got that. And you can follow him on Twitter uh, as well. And the so. knowledge of just oh, the softball absolutely. knowledge. It's and, phenomenal. You know, I mean, even, uh, you know, reading his blog, even just, you know, obviously speaking with him now is like you said is his knowledge is evident but just even the history of the Essex County tournament oh, yeah. doing it you know and, and he just knows the uh you know the ins the outs the who's you know and he was just year. naming some of those games I yeah. mean when you asked him that question like he said he probably was yeah. like I can give you 30 exactly, you know exactly. like because every game you're you know it's like even you know the IHA Mount game this year it's yeah. like that's got to be up there you know like when you go yeah. back oh, you're of like course. and that's just you know this year. And that's just, exactly of, you know when we ask him to pick a game in all of the years he's been covering you know it's yeah. uh, even harder but uh we do have our P- pcti girls flag football guests in our waiting room so i will get them okay in. what we're gonna do is i'm gonna go real quick to give a shout out to one of our sponsors oh, gym great. guys okay. while you bring the pcti we flag football champions in perfect just got done uh, doing flat bench, six reps of 185 pounds. First time in my life I've ever done it. I had to get the spot, some spotting for my wife, but uh, it's all good. I want to say thank you to gym guys, specifically to Leroy Huggins, to uh, Ryan, to Giovanna, uh, for helping me out over the last three months. Get to this point. Um, if you're considering personal trainers, gym guys is the way to go. Um, they are awesome. Three, two, one. Okay, and we are back live with the first <laughs> flag football, girls flag football, New Jersey champions, PCTI. Welcome. Let me introduce our guests. We have joining us uh, our two head coaches, Coach Fava and Coach Muir, and they are joined by their two two of their seniors. We have Jade uh, Ramos Henkel, who played quarterback, and Pauline Kung, who was a safety for the team. So, welcome everybody. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us, guys. Uh, good to be back. <laughs> we love we love repeat appearances. We always knew it was going to happen, Coach. We knew it was going to be in the cards. <laughs> <laughs> well, coaches, I want to start with you guys. Um, you know what? I wanted to give you the opportunity uh, to speak about the two seniors who are joining us. You know, you have your, your first year of the program, and, and you come out, you win the championship in its first year. So I want to give you guys the opportunity to, if one of you wants to speak. I know we have our offensive-minded coach and our defensive-minded coach. We've got an offensive player and a more defensive player. If uh, we give you the opportunity to um, just talk about them and what they meant to your program this season. 
going. You, you want to go? I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> I guess I'll go. Um, so I coached the defense this year. Pauline, I'll talk about her. Uh, she was our starting safety. Um, and what we accomplished defensively this year, I really don't think we could have done without Pauline back there. Um, she's an extremely intelligent player. Has great um, athletic instincts, and as the season went on. Uh, tremendous football instincts. Um, she's a relentless competitor. Uh, and she's the most important thing is that she's a great teammate. All the girls look up to her, um, whether it's a freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, everyone uh, look, look up to Pauline. And uh, she's a great um, role model of what a teammate should be in any sport, no matter if it's flat, hurt, and flag football, track, what she does, um, volleyball, swimming. Um, She's just a great role model for the younger players, um, and she really helped to build our culture this year, and uh, I'm definitely grateful that we had her. Nice. Very nice. Coach Moyer? Uh, Jade was our great leader also on the offensive side of the ball. She was actually our only senior starter, so unfortunately we are losing her, and it's going to be a big piece to replace. But she led the offense. She learned the schemes very quickly, much quicker than I anticipated. She's a playmaker. Whenever things got tough, she never gave up and really got us out of a jam many times. And she can be the only uh, female flag football player right now in the state of New Jersey to say that she led the highest scoring points per game offense in the league. Very so nice. Uh, that one in there. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <Try to> get- <laughs> so I'm going to go to the girls and we'll start. We want to start with Jade first. Sure, we'll start. Sure. Okay. So girls, again, congratulations uh, on the first championship and can, uh, thank you guys again for taking uh, some time tonight and coming on with us. So first years in the books, historical season, what did it mean for you guys to be part of not only the first um, flag football team at PCTI, but the first championship team at PCTI and the first championship team girls football in New Jersey. Go ahead, Jade. Well, it meant a lot. We all like wanted to win it. So we always like worked harder and pushed each other uh, so we could get that far and win the championship. And how about you, Pauline? Yeah, pretty much what Jade said. Like, no one ever gave up. Um, practices definitely got hard at some times. You know, coaches were being coaches, you know, like telling us, like, you know, if we messed up and sometimes we took it to heart and it was like, it felt like it was personal, but it's not. We do it to win. We do it to get back and we do it for each other. So it was like, it was a team effort and I, it just worked out really well. Nice. Very nice. Coaches, I was wondering, I have a, a question for each of you. Uh, Coach Moore, I was hoping you could tell us like a little rundown of the format of like the semifinals and the finals and then tell us what it was like to play at MetLife. I'm sure that was a very exciting. And then Coach Fava, if you could then give us a recap of the two games. All right, no problem. So originally we were actually supposed to play our last regular season game and then the first round of the playoffs right after that early in June. However, we there was a night with thunderstorms, so the Jets decided to postpone it. They canceled the last regular season game, which was supposed to be Irvington for us. We ended up beating them in the final, so we ended up playing them anyway. But in short notice, they said, okay, forget the last regular season game. We're playing first round of the playoffs Sunday. So we ended up playing Morristown for the second straight week in a row. We won that game and a great performance offensively and defensively 21 to six. So then we found out we got to get revenge on Indian Hills, which was our only <laughs> loss in the semifinals. We nice. lost a tough game on Mother's Day, actually, six to nothing. 
we came back and I mean, and I've been coaching boys for about 12 years. That's that final game must have was probably top five games of football I've ever been a part of. That's awesome. That's I mean, awesome. It was, it was, it was heart pounding. It was unbelievable. I'm sure the girls can say the same thing. Coach Fava. So we escaped that game 13 to 12. And then we were all excited, able to do it again. And we got to play Irvington literally 15 minutes later. And the offense, offense played lights out. And the defense gave us a huge shutout for the win. That's awesome. We and, got, oh, I'm sorry. Go we, uh, we got a comment from Rich Atwood saying, way to go, ladies, on your championship. Thank you, Rich. Oh, very nice. Very nice. And, Coach, what was it like to coach in, um, and play, have the kids play in MetLife? Um, for me, it, fortunate. I think Coach Foss, fortunate. Also, we've both played and coached in the Meadowlands before. So this was, I think, time number four for, uh, or four or five for me. So I'm very fortunate in that regard. But my favorite part of it this time was just seeing the girls' faces as we got to the stadium on the bus, as they walked in. You could tell it was surreal for them. And it was really just a great moment to be able to witness. And I can't even imagine what it was like for them mentally getting oh, there, playing yeah. there. Awesome. Awesome. And Coach Fava, if you don't mind uh, giving us a recap of the games. Um, well, we'll start off, I guess, the semifinal game against Indian Hills. We were that second game. Um, and like uh, Coach said, that was uh, that was our revenge game. That was our uh, – we lost them, like you said, 6 nothing earlier in the year. Um, that was the game that we really wanted to – win and then if you get to the finals anything can happen uh so we go we went into that game i want to say on the first did we score the first drive of the game on the long pass to delaney we punted three and out we scored scored the sack so we second drive of the game we went out we scored um to make it six nothing um defense held them defense held them uh indian hills i think had the best scoring defense in the league this year. So they had a really good defense. Uh, offense was moving the ball. Uh, we had a couple tough calls. We got a touchdown. One of the best runs I've ever seen from anyone from Jade called back on like a fourth and 20 um, that she ran for a touchdown. That got called back, so that was tough. Um, and then late in the second half, they actually hit a big uh, pass. Uh, another – if he called, we pulled the girl's flag. I don't know how they missed that, but, um, to, and they tied the game up six, six. Um, and then I stopped again. They went down and scored again. I think they had a big play on that drive to go up 12 to six. And then, um, me and coach mirror, we just, we told the girls, I think we got the ball back with like two minutes left or so that we're going to go down and score. We're going to, we're going to get the extra point. Then the defense is just going to have to stop them. All right, so lo and behold, our first drive from scrimmage at La, with about two minutes left, I think we hit like a 70-yard pass to go down to like the three-yard line. Um, I think we dropped the ball in the end zone the next play, and the play after that, uh, Jade threw a great touchdown pass to tie the game up, and then um, with 53 seconds left, and then uh, we got the extra point. Same, which she also threw it to the same receiver, Delaney, who had a, who had a big game that game. Um, to make it 13, 12, 53 seconds left. And then our defense took it over, shut them down from there. Um, and we went out on top of that game. Uh, probably the most excited the girls have been the entire year, just throughout that whole game. One of the most excited uh, I've been, right? I've played in some and uh, been a part of some pretty big games. Um, and that was one of the most exciting games that I've been a part of. Um, so we went out 13, 12. We're real, it was electric, electric. Um, but then, like Coach said, we have to play literally 
10, 15 minutes later in the championship <laughs> game. So I think us as coaches and the girls, especially the leaders like Jaden, uh, Pauline, we did a really good job of like calming everyone down because you don't want to like just go in and like for that 15 minutes be high, 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 and then you get the kickoff and then you're a dud. So we calmed everything down. We slowed everything down. We came out that uh, first drive. We lost the toss like usual. <laughs> had a tough time with the uh, coin tosses. So uh, we got the ball first. Kushmir in the offense drove it down. Um, scored first drive of the game very methodically. I want to say like six, not or eight play drive. Um, they got the ball back. They and their quarterback was honestly probably the best athlete in the league. That like I think she had like eight pick sixes on defense. She scored all their touchdowns. So she was hard to stop. Um, but we forced them three and out. We got the ball back. We went back down and scored to make it 12 nothing. Um, and then from there on out, the defense did their job, uh, shut them down. We got an interception in our uh, red zone late in the game, kind of iced it. The offense went down and scored again to make it 18 uh, nothing. Uh, all touchdown passes from Jade to uh, Vivian, I believe. And then the defense uh, shut them down from there. So it was a that was probably best uh, complimentary football that we played all year um, in the championship game offensively and defensively. So awesome, nice and, note to end on. Very nice. Uh, we got a couple people commenting. We got Vivian, Sierra, and Kamila Cordora uh, saying all uh, ch- uh, checking in, and Ariana Gray saying, "Let's go." Um, so I'm, I'm going to come back to the coaches for one more question. Cause I know this is what I was like, so interested in when we guys, when we had you guys before the season and I said like game planning and, you know, terminology and like, what are you guys going to do with it? And I remember you guys saying like, you know, you, you guys aren't sure, you know, you're really not sure you're going to just like roll with it and see what the girls get. And we actually, I know I watched that final game versus Irvington and I remember on offense, like, and you know, Jade is the quarterback and you watch and you're like, like these guys are running like concept, like they're running concepts, you know, like, and it's like, she's, you know, they're picking it up and it's like amazing. Like, you know, only in a couple of weeks that you guys worked with them. And it's like, they're running like legit routes. It's not just like they're running anywhere and she's throwing it They're, You know, you're calling the route. She's reading it. And it was awesome to watch. So I guess my question was how much deep, like how much in detail did you guys get like as coaches with them? And uh, how fast, because again, watching it, it looked like the girls picked up a lot and, and pretty quick. Offensively speaking, I tried to treat them just like the guys. So, for example, Jade ended up learning what cover one was, what beats cover one, what's cover two, where the holes in that zone were, and so on and so forth. And to be honest, they studied. They I gave them a place. They memorized it. They wanted more, and they were hungry for more every, each and every week. It got to the point where some of the girls, especially the receivers who wanted the ball, would ask me, okay, what are the first eight plays for this game? Why isn't it up yet? Why isn't it up on Google Class yet? We need it, like, right now, which is awesome. And they, I mean, they just learned. They just learned. They studied as hard as they could, and it was it was nice. It was really good. Yeah. Um, same thing defensively. We, we tried to keep it. It was football, right? Football is football. Um, and the girls on defense learned, right, cover three, cover two, man, um, how to, what keys to read defensively, right? And they picked it up. They're like sponges. They picked it up um, tremendously. Um, 
in some games we had to switch up coverages and they were able to do that, go from co- playing some cover three to playing some cover two. Um, even with some red zone, uh, different red zone defenses when we got into the red zone. Um, and they, they knew it, right? They knew once we got into the red zone that we were going to run our red zone defense, right? They knew um, when we were in base what their job was. When we had to switch out of that, we had to bring some blitzes, right, where we were going to roll coverages too. So, um, yeah, they picked it up really well. Um, definitely no difference between uh, – the boys football and girls football team in terms of knowledge of the game. Nice. My question, I have a series of questions for the girls. So um, my first question, you know, um, Kurt and I have, you know, watched his nephews play flag football and we've seen, you know, they're, they're younger and there's girls playing. And we've said like, you know, prior to this league being started, like that's such a shame. Like they have, they're playing, they're playing, they're playing. And then boom, when they get to high school, you know, there's, there's nowhere for them to go. So that was another reason that we think this league is so awesome. But my question was, if you guys, either of you had flag football playing experience prior to this season, if you want to go first, Pauline. Um, are you asking me if I had flag yes, football? Yes. Did, did you, before? yes. Did you, did you play before this season? I haven't. The most I got was like in gym class, just throwing around a football. <laughs> okay, all right. And how about you, Jade? Same thing here. I haven't actually played flag football. I just passed the ball around during gym too. Nice. And again, just a credit to how much yeah. you guys you know learned in the season. That's phenomenal. But I know that you're also both like playing other sports. Um, you know, you're multiple sport athletes. So I was wondering, with that, did your knowledge or your even your training in your other sports help you in in your flag football season? Again, we'll go Pauline first. Yeah, I'd say it definitely helped out a lot in the aspect of like teamwork and just how a team operates. Like these girls out on the field, like they're not just teammates at some points, they're like your family, they're your sisters. (laughs) Like when you do good, you do good for them, you do good for yourself. And also communication was a big thing, especially like the field's a lot bigger. Me and Jade both play volleyball. The court's like yay by yay big, so it's easy (laughs) to talk. But on the field, like you have to yell, you have to like get people's attention, but do it like respectfully and just like motivate each other. And I just think those are a lot of big things that carried over in multiple sports. Nice. How about you, Jade? Well, basically the same thing as what Pauline said, like when it comes to teamwork and having to work together. But I play basketball too, and I'm a point guard, so I'm kind of used to like talking out loud because I also call plays for basketball, so I was kind of used to that towards football. But it's basically the same thing, how it brings like teamwork and being a family over to flag football. And I know that this year with uh, it being the first season that there was, and you guys mentioned, and I saw that you both played volleyball, and then Jade, like you said, you played basketball as well. Was there any uh, conflicts with your other sports? I know the way that it, this, the, the, um, the season kind of worked, that there was possibly. So Jade, do you want to go first on this one? I'll give you the floor first. <laughs> Well, I was doing track also, so, okay. like, some days we'd have meets, and then we'll have, like, football practice or, like, a football game, and, like, our meet would be at, like, 4 o'clock, and then we'd have to be back at school at, like, 5, so, like, conflicted a couple of times. Okay, and how about you, Pauline? Um, 
Yeah, there was actually a period of time, I think it was like 10 days, where me and Jade actually had three sports at the same time. Oh my wow. We were doing volleyball, because <laughs> volleyball was moved from the fall to the spring. So we had, mm -hmm. on like a Saturday or two Saturdays, we had volleyball from like 7 to 9, and then track from like 9 to 12, and then football from 12 to oh my like gosh. 2. That's so it was just like a... Full day. You guys are. It was, uh, it was really fun, though. You're first for so many things like that. That's definitely a first in high yeah. school sports, right there. But I give you guys so much credit for uh, for being that dedicated to, to everything. And my last question for you guys is, you know, uh, we are used the, the the term like trailblazers in girls flag football. You guys are have, have etched your name in the history of not just PCTI flag football, but New yep. Jersey flag football. And you know, congratulations for that. That is an awesome achievement. But but I want you guys to kind of give your parting words to, um, you know, next year's squad, the returning players. Like, what advice do you have for them moving forward, uh, you know, as, as you leave, but they continue on? Jade, do you want to go first? Um, well, work hard. Um, I hope the team does great. I'm sure they will. Uh, if everybody, like, puts in their work, studies, and, like, put in work, outside of football like before you start playing so that when you get to it it's like easier and you're ready for it and you're in shape for it nice and pauline how about you yeah i'd say definitely treat this like treat this like this year you know treat it like it's the first time ever play play it with your heart leave everything out on the field like our coaches like to say and just a little shout out to defense like Holy Mel interceptions, pulling flags, Cece with the, the sacks, you know, Zoe with interceptions. Like, we got to keep it together. Our squad is pretty young, so we should be pretty good. We got a comment from Matthew Puma saying, fun fact, Coach Fava has as many rings in the Meadowlands as the Jets and Giants combined. <laughs> Goat status. Congrats on the great season, ladies. That's Gina cool. <laughs> Gina Niels is saying hello. And my question, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with Jade. Um, you were obviously the quarterback. So how does it feel when coach gives you kind of like the keys to, you know, you, you get the keys to the offense, you know, you're the quarterback, you're the leader. Uh, it, again, it's something new. Um, and how did, like you said, being a point guard, how did that kind of like transition you or to get you ready, uh, of the, to be, you know, the being a, a starting quarterback on the championship team? Well, like play calling and stuff, like I have to know like all the plays for basketball and same with football. I need to know the plays and all the routes that the girls are running. So it kind of came like together and easy for me because I was already used to it for basketball. So when it came to football, it kind of just was there for me and I enjoyed it. I like playing quarterback. Awesome. And, um, and Pauline, same thing like now on the defensive side where your safety, you know, safety's kind of like the quarterback on on the defensive side. So, you know, seeing it, calling out coverages like coaches saying, now you're in your red zone defense. Um, what was the mentality, would you say, of your uh, your defense as a whole? I'd say that we were really just strong overall. Like, we always – had our sights on our girl, whoever's in front of us, whatever zone we were in, we knew what to do. We knew who to cover. And if anyone ever looks confused, which is like slim to none, because we know what we're doing. Um, 
we would just like call it out and then we just like everyone would check each other just make sure we're doing the right thing awesome and my last question for you guys and i'll start with you pauline um not sure how much football you watch like college or nfl or stuff like that but going forward if now you put football on and, you know, are you guys going to watch it differently? And what I mean by watch it differently is you're going to hear stuff, you know, like as, as a defender, you know, you're going to hear cover one, cover two, cover three. You know, Jade, as a quarterback, you're going to hear flat route or, you know, reading like the concepts and stuff. Are you going to be like, oh, man, you know, like, you know, now I see what coach is talking about or I know what they're talking about as opposed to just watching the game. You're going to understand the game more. Will you guys, when you're watching it, will you like – you think it's going to help you just understand football more? Uh, Pauline, go ahead, Pauline. Yeah, definitely. I'd say playing football really helps with understanding the game. Like if you're watching it, you understand a lot more if you play it first. So before I never really watched football that much, probably only the Super Bowl. And even then I'd only catch on to things when they do replays. But now like I feel like my eyes just like follow the game a lot faster and I'm able to pick up what's happening and just like the whole gist of things. What about you, Jade? Well, I always like I grew up around watching football. So like I always watched it, but like I never understood the game. But now like that I'm gonna be watching it now, I'll understand like the plays and like the defense because I kind of know some of the defense too. So I'll kind of understand the football game better. That's awesome. Nice. All right, guys, we're going to end with a little rapid fire. Coaches, you guys are accustomed to this. We're not repeating any questions. Don't worry. Yep. <laughs> but uh, we'll, uh, why don't we go Jade, Pauline, Coach Fava, and then Coach Mare. You're up. Okay, question one. Favorite NFL player? Right, what's your favorite well, team if you're having how about with team? a player? Yeah. My favorite team, I like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Nice. Okay. By the way, Matt Staffiero saying, heard the Broncos are looking for a quarterback. I'll point him your way. He's throwing a dig. He's throwing a dig out of my Broncos. <laughs> That's so and he's from Colorado. That's the bad part. One of the Jets guys go to me, do you want a contact? <laughs> hey, hey, Jets might be having an opening. So I don't think they have a backup. How about you, Pauline? Favorite player or team? Uh, the Steelers. Oh, nice. <laughs> Coaches got to give their players. players. Yep. Yeah, I think we gave team last. Yeah. Yes. The players, uh, I know I did the defense, but I'm an O-line guy, so it has to be Quentin Nelson. He's just a nasty run blocker. You got to love guys like that. <laughs> That's a great choice. I got after what we talked about last time. I feel like to you, I got to say that it's Dak. Okay. <laughs> you know that top five when we argued about it. Oh yeah. We, you come on anytime. We'll argue about it. <laughs> oh, too funny. All right. So 
last time you guys were on coaches I had asked you to pick a word that would like describe you like a word or a phrase that would describe your program so this is a little more directed towards the girls because now girls they gave a word the season hadn't started right they that they thought like encapsulated what they wanted so uh, my question is what do you guys now that you've played for your coaches right what do you think that they would say like is a word or a phrase that describes PCTI flag football go ahead Jade That describes the football. Yeah, like if a word or a phrase that would you know what encapsulates what your program means. Ariana saying champs. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. Good. <laughs> champs. Um, I don't know. We're all hard workers, I guess you could say. Nice, good. And how about you, Pauline? I actually have two. So one is we play as a family. And the second one is we exterminate our opponents. Oh, nice, Go. nice. Uh, Coach Fava or Coach Murr, do you guys remember what you said? I'm just curious. <laughs> um, oof, I think I said effort. You did, yep, you did, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Ariana's throwing out another one. She's saying history. Nice, she's good. <laughs> I think I said compete. You did. Oh, yeah, you guys are good. Yeah, yeah I know. They better know the answer. If they're yeah. telling the girls to remember the plays, they better know what their answers are. Come on. Too funny. All right. I would say now would be unflinching, though, because whenever things got tough, they were unflinching in the face of adversity, these girls. Nice. And got the goal done. Nice. Very nice. Okay. This one might get us in trouble, but we want to cause, you know, we got to ask you the tough questions. Do you guys want rings? Um, yeah, we're actually getting nice. All right. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so I'm guessing that's a yes uh, That's a around. yes all yeah. around. Yes. Awesome. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Right. It's game day. What are you doing, listening to, to get ready and focused? Making sure we're hydrated. <laughs> Love that's it. such a responsible <laughs> answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, make sure. Oh, oh I'm okay. sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, well, for offense, we have like a oh. set plays for like the plays that we're running. So then we'd study those first eight plays that we play. Nice. Pauline? And then on game days, two people in particular pop into mind. It's Vivian and Vargas. They do their little pregame ritual. We go game day in a circle, and we just chant game day, game day, game day. Love and we it. came to win. Nice. Oh, is this a coach's one, too? No, yeah, you guys are back in. You're back cool. in. <laughs> uh, we got we to make sure we have the flags, we have the balls. Uh, <laughs> But no, I usually just, I'm trying to relax um, leading up to like, so on the bus ride beforehand, I like to keep it light. And then uh, when we get into the warm up uh, and the game, that's when you got to turn up the intensity a little bit and get them going. I like to relax also try to keep it low key to myself. I try to play the game as I think it's going to go in my head, just in case, in case we have to make that on the fly adjustment we can but mostly just keeps myself away from people. Nice. Uh, getting to the comments, the one with the one word, uh, Melanie Herrera said hungry. 
Uh, Vivian said Z says PCTI extermination. Um, uh, Matt Staffier was saying to the girls and the guy and the coaches, congrats on the big win. Ariana Gray is saying varsity jackets. Vivian saying varsity jackets with question marks. Ariana saying love you, Pauline. Vivian saying game day. Rich Atwood saying your first championship banner hanging up in the gym. Oh, nice. The banner, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I get on that one. Yeah. There you go. I'm not going to have the coaches ask this. I'm not going to have them answer this one. Okay. But I'm going to ask the two girls. Does PCTI repeat next year? Oh. Yes or no? <laughs> coaches can't answer that. Will they win it again, girls? Yes, I have faith in them because we have a young team. I think they can do it. Pauline. Yeah, most definitely. They have, they have, they're loaded. I said they're loaded. Ariana saying yes, and she's throwing undefeated out there. Melanie saying two for two. Ariana's also saying father the man and Nora the man. Nice. These are like the most common. Oh, yeah. I love it. Vivian's going two for two. So Awesome. Awesome. All right. This is back to a whole panel question. Our last one. Your favorite moment from the championship game. So from the moment you arrived, right, whatever, to the very end, what would you say your favorite moment was? Go ahead, Jade. You can start us off. My favorite moment was at the end when we won and we all ran into the middle together. We all were screaming and then they poured the water all off us. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to say this. I was so impressed because we were watching it and I said to Jen, I said, look at this. They got hats and yes. shirts. It was <laughs> yes. like awesome. You guys putting the hats on. It was like, it was awesome. I was expecting one shining moment. It yeah. Was so something well going on. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Pauline? Um, not only was it like Viv and Delaney's touchdowns, but on defense, Melanie's interception, that turnover in the last half of the, the championship game, that is something I'll never forget. Oh, that was a great play, right? They were driving and you guys were up, I think two scores at that time, I think, right? You guys were up two and then they're driving. You get, they get the big pick and, uh, that kind of sealed it. Then you guys score and, uh, that was it. Nice. Yep. Coach Fava. Um, for me, it's kind of like I, it, it's a tie together of things. It was seeing the excitement um, on the girls' faces after we won. Um, and actually, as, as the game was going on, as they were realizing they were going to be champions, um, it actually – I kind of had like a little deja vu. Uh, when I was six years old, I was on the field for the PCTI boys' first uh, championship at a giant stadium. Um so uh, it was kind of like I, I it was like a deja vu kind of, of like a first state championship for uh, PCTI football. Um, and it was a really cool moment. And it all happened because just like how excited the girls were as the game was coming to a close and as we were uh, celebrating on the field. It was a great moment. Nice. And Mine's in the last few minutes seeing the joy on the girls' faces. There was nothing better than that. Awesome. So nice. The culmination of everything right there. That's so great. Well, congratulations, guys, again. We loved having you on. Um, congratulations, not just on, again, a great season at Championship, but, uh, you know, everything you guys accomplished this season in, in historical fashion. So you worked extremely hard. And uh, like like Jen said, you guys will be, it's forever. Listen, yeah. forever. I mean, there's, you know, you're the first champs 
going forward. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, again, like a lot of players, like you're saying, the other classmen uh, were you know, lucky to have you guys as their uh, senior leaders. Um, coaches were lucky to have you guys as their senior leaders. And, uh, you know, you guys were lucky to have coaches too. I mean, you know, it was new for everybody. But when we had Coach on, both coaches, you know, Jen and I were saying like, you know, they're going to be good. These guys are, you know, like it's – Hey, they're they're boys football coaches. They're gonna teach them the game, and um, they were like fired up, ready to go. So, uh, you know, congratulations on your championship. Thank you, guys. We uh we appreciate it, and we appreciate all the support. Ooh, thanks for taking time out of your schedule to join us as well. And uh, coaches, we'll see you guys next year. I was gonna say. Good well, no, we'll see you guys football season. Hopefully, we'll we see you football see you season in the fall. Hopefully, but we'd love to have you back for. Round two next year for girls flag football. Yeah, you guys got to come and do like a college game. Day we that we, we that is I, our plan. We wish we could have done it this year. We just couldn't work it out this year. But uh, that that is our plan. That is our sure. plan with this whole <laughs> pandemic and stuff. But uh, trust me, that is something we wanted to do, and uh, we will do it. Bert, you got to put it on the spike the bulldog head. Oh the yeah, head absolutely. When you pick Ab- us up, absolutely, win. I would. One hundred percent, I would. So yeah, hold you to that. We are down. We got Ariana saying go Bulldogs, Melanie go Bulldogs, and Sierra saying Bulldogs. Yep, nice. So I want to thank all the players and everyone who commented tonight, yep, too, with the uh, with the girls. Sure. But, yeah, coaches, we will see you guys soon. For sure. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Thank Good you for having us. Thanks, Gene, Pauline, as well. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and there they go, the uh, yep. first ever. Girls flag football yep. champions awesome in stuff. New Jersey. Yep. Awesome. They're getting rings. Yeah. So they want jackets too. I know. And banners. And a banner. Oh, yeah. I'm Hell, glad we brought yeah, that they should. They should <laughs> get sure. everything. Um, sure. Real quick, we got a, we have a Kenny's five. Yep. Okay. Yep. And it's a good one. I am going to read it now. Okay. Um, well, I was going to read it. Tonight's rank five. Okay. He wants to know since we had. Mike Limbert on mm-hmm. from the news. Um, Ariana's saying, let me get an interview. Hey, <laughs> hey we can do it, Ariana. <laughs> we'll reach out to you. Um, she's saying, you know, and, and this is like, since this is Mike's, Mike's digs, um, he wants to know yours and your, yours and mine top five newspapers to read sports related articles. It can be local, national and sports as a whole. Well, when I um, when I first read it, I was thinking just high school. So I did kind of two things. I hope Kenny doesn't mind that I I did the rank five a little bit differently. So um, I read it quickly as I was prepping for our show tonight. I just want to reread it here. So I I was thinking like locally, right? So and then I even kind of went back in time a little bit because I have um, I go to NJ.com, you know, which was the okay. Star Ledger. So I don't know. I'm just. It's funny because you being in Bergen County, you always mentioned like the record. I was, we were such a Star Ledger area, you know? So uh, it was Star Ledger, which is now NJ.com. It was Daily Record, which I, it does not even give high school. I feel like the high school sports is really, you know, uh, not as just, again, that thing. Matt Staffiero saying the answer is the Rocky Mountain Sports Repair. <laughs> cough, cough. <laughs> oh my gosh. How could I not say K and K? Yeah. Good point there. Um, and then I'm going to go with for high school sports again. There's a lot of like each town I feel like has tap into.net and you can find like, you know, town specific information. That's for high school. But I'm going to talk about professional sports. I'm going to go with the 
ESPN app, the CBS Sports app, and just Twitter in general for scrolling through and okay. seeing, you know, from who you follow. So uh, I hope I did that top five. I got it. I got to say, you know what? I'm going to see right now. I'm going to see right now Kenny's deal. Because Kenny should step up to the plate and say that you didn't answer it correctly because he said newspapers. So I'm going to see if Kenny's yelling. But Kenny's afraid. Kenny's not going to say because Kenny always no, sides with you. No. Kenny always sides with you. So yeah. he, if that was me, he would yell at me. So I'm going to but see if he's going to yell. It's, no, it's, he it's said a little news. bit different. By the way, I got interrupted for a comment from Adori uh, Scavish. Congratulations to the Bulldogs on their championship. An amazing season. Very nice. Absolutely. It's not, Kenny is not going to, uh, oh, he put his in there, Bergen Record, Daily News, Star Ledger, Post. And the shopper, which is, he's <laughs> laughing, which is like the local Garfield Elmwood Park uh, Saddlebrook paper. But I'm going to answer mine this way. All right? I'm not going to, first off, my one would be Twitter, 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 because I yes, I'm admitting I'm mm -hmm. a Twitter addict, 100%. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm going to answer it like Kenny said, so I can't answer Rocky Mountain Sports Report because they're not a newspaper. Okay. Well, but I'm going to answer it well, like Kenny. I'm gonna, wait, hold on. I'm going to interrupt there because when we said newspaper, I wasn't thinking like back in the day. I was thinking as like we was referring it to as a newspaper, but meaning like a news source. So, but go on. Okay, so mine are going to be, again, remember, I would... Jen did apologize for not reading it correctly, Mr. Valenti. All good, Jen. <laughs> of course. Okay. Thanks, Kenny. <laughs> uh, so real quick, I'm again being a diehard Bronco fan growing up. Um, you know, in the New York Post and Daily News, we're not going to get Bronco articles. So the only if I wanted to read something, we didn't have Twitter growing up. It would obviously be the USA Today would be number one. Okay. Another one would be being a diehard Nick fan. Now, I'm going to be honest, it was probably Daily News Post. Now it's more Post Daily News. Okay. Big Mark Berman fan. Love the Nick articles. Three, and number four, I'm going to go, I'm going to shock Kenny. I'm going to go with an old school. I'm going to go with the National. I don't even know if you remember that paper. Nope. The National was a paper that came out, I want to say early 90s. Same thing. It was more of a, you know, it, it was all teams, you know, all teams, all sports. So, um, you know, again, I wanted my Denver fix, so I would go into that. And the fifth one, again, being a high school athlete, uh, give props is the Bergen record. You know, those were the ones, again, just like you said, every day you would open it up, look at the box scores, yeah, look at stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. that's, you know, that, that yeah. would be my five. But right. now, Thank Twitter, you, Twitter, and Twitter, yeah. <laughs> which I'm going to check as soon as we sign off. Kenny, thanks for the rank five. Awesome, as always. Real quick before we go, our last bit is uh, we did our picks last week, so just really quickly going over um, – the results. So we had uh, the first was two baseball games. We had the non-public A final, St. Joe's versus Del Barton, which St. Joe's was victorious, uh, seventeen to two. You and I each got that one. Okay. Uh, the North one, Group One semifinals, Woodridge and Hasbrook Heights. Hasbrook Heights won five to three. You got that one. I did not. Then we had softball, Bergen County finals, Ramapo and Mawa, which we know Ramapo was victorious. We both had that one. They won three nothing. Uh, Actually, I'm gonna be honest you I'm, I'm gonna be fair on air i picked mawa oh did you yes i did oh all right Go, um, i hope coach ahead. weiss not watching but <laughs> I did. I, I coach president saying oh no i probably got killed <laughs> but yeah see you on see oh, you on this guy i know sorry, i did have that yeah yeah okay all right good so we're tied to two all right so then the north one group one semis was emerson and cedar grove where we both picked emerson and emerson did win a close one three two um, that was actually something I wanted to ask Mike Lamberti about Cedar Grove. They kind of came on strong. Yeah, at the they end did. Of the they did. They were yeah. they were seated uh, low. Really 
good Emerson Coach Breslin saying good job for being honest. <laughs> Thank you. Always encourage him, Coach oh, Breslin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear I'm cheating, Coach. <laughs> All right. Then, then we had uh, North 2 Group 1 semis, Becton and Brearley. Brearley, I'm sorry. Uh, we had both picked Becton. Becton was victorious. All righty. And then we had Boys Volleyball, who our guests last week, Coach Mullins from Kearney. Carney St. Peter's. Oh, Carney lost a heartbreaker. Oh, heartbreaker. They will, two sets, two straight sets, but. Oh, Both were. Yeah, like two points had to go. 26, extra, 24, yeah, and 25, really 23. So just uh, total heartbreaker. We both picked four and we're rooting for Carney, of course. There are girls lacrosse, North Public A semifinals, Oak Knoll versus Mount St. Mary. We both picked Oak Knoll there, and uh, Oak Knoll did win. And they actually went on to beat IHA in the non-public A finals and got the top seed in the Tournament of Champions. And then our last one, which is the grudge match here, it was the Group 1 semifinals for girls lacrosse, Madison and Mountain Lakes. I picked Mountain Lakes, Kurt picked Madison, and Madison won 9-7. to seven. Thank yep, you, Madison. So. <laughs> I appreciate it. Checks in the mail. But, uh, and then Madison went on to lose in the finals to Glen Ridge 9-6. to six, Let's so. just do this. We're going to just do one. Non-public A. Michael and Birdie talked about it before. IHA Donovan Catholic. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Uh, he was saying that. Uh, Donovan Catholic. Yeah. Donovan Catholic beat him. Right. I'm going to go with. I'm all about the redeeming at the end of the season here. And they, you know, lost a heartbreaker in their counties. Right. I think they're going to be hungry. So I'm going to go with IHA for that one. How about you? I'm going to go IHA too. Oh, all right. I'm going to go okay. IHA. Um, just, you know, for Bergen County flavor. Yeah. But, uh. You know, again, like Mike said, there's a bunch of good games. We can't wait to follow yeah, him. Yeah. I want to thank Coach White. Can't wait to have him and the girls on. Bergen mm -hmm. County champs, congratulations. Kenny saying IHA 4-3. <laughs> um, thank Mike Lombardi. Yep. Excellent job. Please cover if you guys want softball information. Follow him. MikeLombardi.wordpress.com. Yep. And, of course, um, the champs, PCTI, uh, first team ever. They're, they're They'll be, you know, etched in history. Nothing will ever compare to it. First time ever flag football champs. Yep, so so what a show tonight. Yep, thank you for coming on. Thank you for watching. We will see you next week. See you next week.